Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Porch Podcast on Thursday. Welcome back. Or welcome Wednesday. Back. Tuesday. Monday. Yeah, I was going to say it's not Thursday yet. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know was what that is. Was that from Gladiator? Yeah. Fucking awesome. Awesome movie. I was listening to that in the gym yesterday. <laughs> the Slave Who Became a Gladiator. The title of that song. We watched that in Latin class in high school. Blew my mind. That's fire. It is awesome, bro. All in English, though. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tate's out. Trump's Tate's in. out. <laughs> Trump's in. Bud Light's out. Bud Light's out. <laughs> Coors is in. Vaccine's out. <laughs> Fauci in? Possibly. Possibly. Soon. Secession in. <laughs> Logan Roy pirate freak out. Dude, that, like, that episode was so fucking good. It was awesome. It, it's, it's honestly, that show is on fire. It needs to just take the fuck off, blow the fuck up. It already kind of has, but it's not as big as it should be, in my opinion. Yeah, for those of you listening, like, check out Secession on HBO. Mm-hmm. Fucking just the most based content. <laughs> Dude, he goes down there. Greg calls um, Tom on the phone. He's like, he looks like a Santa Claus hitman. <laughs> watching, looking at people's desks. It's like one email. This guy's typed out one, one email. email. And he puts his hand on his shoulder. He's <laughs> like, listen, don't tire yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know who annoys me though is his um like assistant or whatever. She's the worst. Sucks with the news, bro. Yeah, <clears throat> I hate her. Get the <laughs> crazy, bro. And it's crazy to me like chicks like that exist in real life that are just like attractive twenty something year old women that are content to just follow around these gross eighty year old men because they got a bunch of money. Yeah, like I'm thirty <clears throat> percent. i don't understand how it could be worth it bro it's like you you'll never see you you would rarely see dudes doing that like a young attractive dude that's with like an old hag never (laughs) although jeff bezos's ex-wife hit me up (laughs) i got some investment ideas i could be talked into it but at the end of the day bro it's like money just isn't worth it that much to me like True. it's like m- money is barely worth my time. <laughs> I have out enough time being ambitious to make money working. I don't need a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like that ass. <laughs> I'd much rather survive. Be super poor with a hot wife than rich with an ugly one. True that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, dude. Did you see uh, Tate's like release statement? Dude, actually, statement, awesome. statement, no, I, I don't know if I saw, like, actual words. I saw the clip of him pacing back and forth like a supervillain, and he looks jacked as fuck. So he's huge, he has a weird beard, <laughs> yeah. like, weird-ass hair, and they, uh, they interviewed him when he got out of jail, and he was like, when I was in prison, he was like, I focused on doing push-ups and reading the Quran, and now that I'm at home, I will focus on doing push-ups and reading the Quran. <laughs> <laughs> and then this... South Park, put him on South Park in the last episode. Really? Crazy. Bro, so I saw that those guys, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stoney, made a whole episode of South Park 
like they through chat gbt like about GB, chat gbt like they typed in like really? yeah like write the script for an entire episode of south park and, and then they put it up damn and it was like you know like like a regular episode of south park <laughs> we should do a chat gpt episode Dude. But I don't know, like, do you think it would be able to listen to our past episodes and then write one? So, I, th- I think the best way for us to do that would be the prompt where we, we would just basically be like, design an hour-long script for an episode of a podcast that discusses these topics. This, the podcast is called The Sunday Porch Podcast, and the two hosts are Connor and Will. And then we just give it, like, a brief overview of what we normally talk about, and we, it would give us an episode, and we'd just be reading the script. <laughs> our sus- our um, Spotify tags are so funny. Yeah. Like, what is it again? It's like... Culture, society. Society and personal, personal stories. stories. <laughs> <laughs> hey. It just sounds so bad. <laughs> yeah. Nail on the head. Culture, society, personal stories. <laughs> personal opinions. Anecdotal political opinions. <laughs> the best. So, one of our... A guy that we know at Clarkson is still... He's been at Clarkson for, like, nine years, and he's, like, a TA there now. I saw he was posting about how Clarkson is having, like, teachers and stuff there take these, like, crash courses to familiarize themselves with the concept of, like, a new career path called prompt engineering. So, <laughs> just the the science of fucking coming up with something to tell an AI chatbot to do for you has a whole sect coming out. Prompt engineering. That sounds like a chill-ass job. Yeah, bro. I mean, (laughs) anybody out there looking, I think you'd get on the leading edge of that. (laughs) Dude, but I've been seeing some crazy stuff where people are actually making, like, significant portions of money. A guy had uh, a chatbot write a children's book and then had another chatbot design illustrations for each page of the children's book. And then he published it and put it out on uh, Amazon. And it wasn't like he made a fortune, but he made, like, he sold, like, 800 copies at $7 each. Just in, you know, like, really? th- that's a quick bag in, like, a week. <laughs> and and yeah. how much how much work does that take? Two hours of work? I always feel like I'm missing out <clears throat> on opportunities, like, when this stuff comes along. But I don't know, like, what I would do yeah i don't know (laughs) yeah i mean honestly i don't think the gates closed yet on uh the whole have that write a book for you and publish it situation but if if i heard that story hundreds of thousands of people heard that story and the whatever small percentage of people that all want to do it are probably all doing it too so it's it's i don't know man i feel like the creative market is just i don't want to say done but i feel like all of a sudden it's it's done like like anybody who made a living off making illustrations for somebody especially digital artists why would you ever turn to a digital artist now when you can just type a prompt into an ai bot and get the picture you want and it's entirely original well hunter biden's still killing it with that he had an (laughs) art show in like new york i guess he sold a piece for like a couple mil crazy solid (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, like, like people who's entire so like a, a graphic designer, so somebody that yeah. went to college for graphic design, that's their entire career. It's like they get tasks and they fulfill them for different companies and they design logos and whatever the fuck. Uh, 
is it not a smart business decision to pay a real person to do that anymore? I don't, I don't really think it is. Yeah, I guess you would have to just like try and um, make like a quick two step into just getting really good at like the prompt engineering. Yeah, kind of. But the people that are going to be good at that, like, <clears throat> aren't the like <clears throat> it's not the same <laughs> skill set as uh graphic design you know what i mean right which is always how those ai job transitions work like it's like oh these people can just do this but like they can't like yeah. it'll be a different skill set and it's also way less people that you need so it's always you know what i mean right right lost jobs yeah dude i saw tucker carlson had a freak out about it because uh dude i don't know if this is recent or not I, ju- I just saw it for the first time it was like him and ben shapiro getting into a fight about uh you know like ai and robots taking jobs and stuff and then so tucker carlson just had some point about how it might not always be beneficial like for the greater good of society to like continue to progress with these robots that will take jobs and then ben ben made some anecdote where he was like well well wouldn't wouldn't you think that it would be more cost effective if, if you had a manufacturing facility and robots could drive all your vehicles and you didn't have to pay anybody to drive would, wouldn't wouldn't you want to just and hire the robots and tucker carlson was like are you joking <laughs> and he had like like a emotional kind of freak out but he had a good point because he basically said like the number one job for like high school educated men in this country is truck driving so he feels that it's it's more it have a more negative impact to remove all of those jobs in uh i i guess just like in comparison to the benefit that individual companies would experience yeah i agree with that but at the same time it's like the reason why like a superior technology will never be stopped is because like the the people above the people that are losing their jobs won't care until it's them and then the people above them won't care until it's them you know what i mean yeah yeah until everybody loses their job and it's like a few really rich people and then they're like oh shit terminator (laughs) right it's a good point it's interesting for us to be witnessing this firsthand because it really truly is like like the invention of the printing press or or like the steam engine like it's a it's a brand new thing that's going to affect the world to to an extent that a lot of people don't even understand yet because i guarantee you when the printing press came out the people that sat and like wrote books for a living were like ah it'll never catch on it costs too much da 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 but and then people are saying the same shit about AI. You know, it's like ah, whatever. It's a fad. Not really. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Also, with that, it's like whenever you bring up um, historical examples, people are like, "Well, that happened, and we're still fine." You know what I mean? It's like, well, we are, but there was a ton of damage yeah. when that new technology came along. And also, on a more like broad level, people don't think about like there's so many people that died or like something terrible happened to them and it's like of course you don't know about that because they're gone right like you are the continuation of the human beings that survived so yeah think about it exactly but it's like all these huge events and you know it's just shaving people off it's kind of interesting to think about Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no absolutely it's like uh like 
part, it's similar to that scene in the big short when they're like celebrating the housing crash and yeah. then Brad Pitt has a freak out. He's like, every time the one employment goes up 1%, 40,000 people starve. That's <laughs> relatable, but like not really. That's a, the scene where he's in a pub selling off millions of dollars of shorts. Yeah. Is like hella relatable, but will never happen to me. Right. Like the, the vibe is like hella relatable. Yeah. It's the, <laughs> uh, it's the Goodfellas gun to the head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the guy like turns around. He's like, you must be either a drug dealer or a banker. He's right. Like, if you're a banker. You better get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I loved in that new episode of Succession when when Connor was just like, "Let's go to a place. Let's go to a place where normal people go. Let's go to a place right. where normal people who sweat from their hands <laughs> drink beer, <laughs> work with their hands, sweat from their hands." He's like, he wants to do karaoke because he saw it in a movie. That is something like I'm not a big New York City fan, but it is an interesting part of that culture where it's like you have normal like middle class people and like very wealthy elite like kind of mixing in bars do you know what i mean i've never really experienced that because i feel like western new york like where we went to school like there's you never really are interacting with like super elite level people right right yeah no i mean they gotta not go to the same spot, right? Like, I would hope. I feel like... I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that would result in rich dudes getting their asses kicked all the time. But you gotta think, like, that definitely happens in real life where someone has, like, a karaoke freak out. Yeah. <laughs> I've never <laughs> been to karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> I always see it in movies, and right. I want to go. <laughs> Nobody ever wants to go with me. <laughs> Well, listen, to anybody out there that's like Connor Roy and hasn't been to karaoke, it's not as fun as you think. <laughs> Sometimes <Yeah>. it's awesome. <laughs> Rarely. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I've only had a few karaoke's in my life, and they've all gone really bad, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I've done, done a couple. Dude, the worst... The worst one I hit was at Rec Room in Buffalo, <laughs> and it was me... Wyland and Ori <laughs> and, uh, uh, we were singing um, I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys <laughs> and like we, I was singing well but we started like bef- on the wrong note like the wrong time so yeah. we were just singing the words like over the wrong part of the song <laughs> so bad that they like cut our mics <laughs> off and then the lady who was running it had to come up and sing the rest of the song. Oh my and there were God. just like adults in the audience just like shaking their heads. Like, <laughs> like at first it was funny and then they were like, this, what the fuck? <laughs> they were going to have like an Ezra Miller freak out. Like sometimes there's a level of like the other people having a good night and then like me having a good night and we're just yeah different it's a different level like wavelength. last time <laughs> last time i did karaoke was in fairport new york and me and paul had a drunken rendition of of something in the orange and then followed it up double header with with uh wagon wheel by darius rucker and in my head it was awesome and we killed it and everybody loved it and then i saw a video the next day and it did not, it did, didn't, the reality was not what I had pictured. <laughs> no, because it's hard, like, 
it's almost impossible to sing on stage unless you have like a earpiece or like right audio coming back at you because if you can't hear yourself then you're fucked yeah yeah i watched a youtube video the other day it was like 10 times or like the fastest the fastest ways artists have completely destroyed their careers <laughs> and some of it was like lip syncing and stuff like that but a lot of it was just them like just going off the rails on social media but there was one that was actually hilarious that i forgot even went down it was when um fuck bro i'm, I'm totally blanking on her name uh she was performing with justin timberlake and he ripped her shirt off Ooh, I don't know. I don't know about that, <laughs> dude. It's crazy. It was like the famous, most famous nip slip of all time. Janet Jackson was it? Janet Jackson, <laughs> dude. <laughs> most famous. <laughs> dude, well, that's like some shit that you get pulled into on like Snapchat Discover. Yeah. Like an, an hour of the workday. Yeah, <laughs> I know for real that happens, dude. But but basically, what I saw was that part of like a, like a big. A big portion of the push to create websites, like it was YouTube, basically got founded because of that event, because so many people were searching online for the video of of Janet Jackson's titty at the Super Bowl that they had that somebody had the idea to create a site where they could put it on, and so it was like one of the first YouTube videos, and that's kind of how YouTube blew up. I feel like literally every website is just founded out of some nonsense <laughs> like facebook was founded because of face smash right which if you don't know what that is watch the social network <laughs> or read about it but um <laughs> snapchat was just founded be- like as a way to buy weed so i don't know yeah <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah and send dick pics everybody yeah. thought they went away they don't they didn't go away nope <laughs> The biggest ruse that was ever played on America. (laughs) Oh, here's the site. You can't. (laughs) Your pictures disappear. (laughs) The government definitely won't have them. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. No, no. (laughs) That would actually be just disgusting, honestly, bro. I don't think that there's a single soul that was innocent on Snapchat. I think if you had. What if you could just. Pull up a bank of that. That would be how the world ends. If, if at one point somebody just releases like Snapchat dot exposed, and you can search anyone's username, and it's just a whole folder Snapchat. of oh. of every Snapchat they've ever sent in their life, and you can pull it up with to anybody, and it's just public access. It's just um, every, everyone will be like, "All right, like we're all gonna agree, we're not gonna look." <laughs> And then it would be like 30 seconds of that and then just immediate like mass suicide. Yo, it would be so bad. Mutually assured destruction, I'm sure. But, but dude, that's like a phenomenon that's going around now. Like it's happened to a couple of my buddies where like real women will go on the internet under the guise of like a fake name and like, like a pseudo fake Instagram account. Like it's really a chick and it's really pictures of her and stuff. And she'll go through and like DM guys and, like, be flirty and get the Snapchat and shit and then get them to send a dick pic. Like, she'll send nudes and then a guy will send a picture of his dick and she'll, like, screenshot it and be like, I have all of this information, like, send me this amount of money or I'll send this picture of your dick to all your family members. And dudes get freaked out about it 
and send money. And I'm just like, bro, I mean, at the end of the day, if that's I, a low price point for me. Yeah. Maybe if they, maybe I'm going like 25 bucks higher. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't even know if I would go that high, bro. Cause like, I feel like, I feel like they ask for this crazy sum of money and then everybody like bugs about it. But it's like, if you've given that much money once, they just, they could just do it to you again. And, uh, I don't care that much, I, I guess. Like, if, if, I, if I got a dick pic that got sent to all of my family members, I'd be like, right. my bad. Ah. <laughs> I think people would forget about it. Hey, man, we're even Stevens for Thanksgiving last year, remember? Yeah. Remember the Voodoo Ranger incident? I'm sorry, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I hit the the slack business incident of 2022 so I, yeah i mean at that point like i think that right. my shit's probably out there forever on on blackmailable yeah <laughs> i did it myself <laughs> Dude, i saw this um meme that had me cracking up and it was like a video of this is some deep level shit but <laughs> You know in Toy Story 3, the monkey that bangs the symbols? Yeah. And it just has the eyes, like it doesn't talk, and it's just like, Wah! like banging and shit. Uh-huh. And it was like that, watching the screen, and it was like when the FBI agent goes through my Minecraft server and finds an exact replication of his house, and like, <laughs> the monkey like staring at the computer. <laughs> <laughs> The FBI agent stuff always cracks me up. I I hope it's real. I hope that, like, at least there's, like, an FBI agent that's assigned to, like, a block, like, a big group of people, like, a couple hundred thousand, and, like, that's his job, is to just look at what's been flagged. Because every now and then, an FBI agent meme would come across his desk, and he'd probably get a good laugh out of it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I feel like everyone low-key wants, like, that to be true, but... On it, the real truth of that, in my opinion, is that if you had to see what those guys actually have to go through on a daily basis and what they're actually looking at, like, you would be nowhere close. No. Like, 99% <laughs> of people. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, that's, a good, that's a good point. It must be tough for them because, like, I know they used to, when the internet was in its infancy, they used to go off of, like, keywords and stuff. And it would be a big deal if somebody, like, put on MySpace and used the word bomb because it would get flagged or whatever. Right. Or, like, but now it's, like, that's just everybody's humor. So it's, it's like, that's all of what a big portion of the internet is. It's just, like, I saw, I saw a clip today and it was, a, like, a skyscraper burning and, like, people screaming and jumping out of it and stuff. It's, like, a violent-ass video from some yeah. movie. And they said, IRS headquarters on April 12th <laughs> at 4.45 p.m. In parentheses, I am going to do this. Mark your calendar. <laughs> and it had, like, hundreds of thousands of likes and shares. So it's like, how do you... <laughs> but it's like the more the farther people go with that, like, the funnier it is. Like, yeah. It, it gets funnier every time. <laughs> right. Well, the TikTok um, trial, bro, remember they had the video up, and it was, like, me at the trial or whatever, and it was just a Glock. <laughs> the gun, like, floating. <laughs> and you know what's bad is I saw that on TikTok, like, in real life. <laughs> on my For You page. That's so funny. Dude, uh, I did want to talk about 
how I've seen in the past two days the largest collection of the most based individuals I've ever seen on the internet come out up in arms about Bud Light <laughs> in yes. the recent ad campaign. <laughs> like, I don't even need to share any personal opinions. It's like we were. It's like we were talking about it. It's like the number one rule of marketing. Yeah, like <laughs> know your I demographic. Just, I don't think I'm going out on a limb and saying that like that demographic of people like just doesn't like like we barely like Bud Light like I'll have one if it's offered to me I won't buy it in the right. store yeah. now it's like well well dude people would have I won't even do that <laughs> yeah I probably won't do it but people were in the comments like like people that had like big followings like company wide accounts were like you could tell it was just one grown man that got saw that got pissed would say like I probably spend about a hundred thousand dollars a year on Bud Light for all my employees <laughs> and he's like I you've lost my business <laughs> like it's it's just gone and everybody in the comments is just like yeah because honestly dude it's like what was the goal of that were they were, were was somebody in some meeting like we're gonna get we're gonna get so many more customers if we do this it's like really. Nah, the goal the goal was to create um, as big of a scene as it's created right now, mm. in the hopes that the response to that will be, um, like the backlash to people getting mad that they did that. Like then those people will start buying it to support it because they must have thought that they're losing so much of their market share. I mean, there's so many other alternatives to drinking that now that right. like they're like we gotta do something and like something drastic mm -hmm. and we'll i mean see. it did it, it will work it did blow the fuck up kid rock went with a with a fucking automatic rifle and shot like a million 30 racks of bud light and was like never again and put it on twitter do you think he bought those before though i was wondering the same thing i'm like dude do you think he was like fuck it like i'm gonna spend the money and people are gonna comment about it or do you that or do you think that was just his stash because that's a win for that. Like then there, that's like right. Oh, like yeah. Well, I mean Bud. I mean honestly, of just a video of Kid Rock deciding to shoot Bud Light with an AR-15 is is an advertisement in and of itself. As a great man once said, it's not about the money; it's about sending a message. <laughs> <laughs> People will do that to a lower extent too, all the time. Like I think Barstool does it on purpose because. Barstool will post some of the most brain-dead content of those two chicks talking about, like, whether or not dinosaurs existed. <laughs> I saw Are a clip... talking about that podcast, um, the Mean Girl podcast? Yeah, well, I mean, one of them. But there was a clip that two of them were talking, and one of them was like, do you think dinosaurs existed, or were they methodical creatures? And they, they, were, they didn't skip a beat. And they had continued the conversation using the word methodical in place of mythological. And then afterwards, I think Dave Portner, Port Dave Portnoy or somebody had like called one of the girls out on it on a podcast or whatever. And she was like, no, 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 it wasn't our fault that that video got sent around and and um, methodical was was spelled wrong in the. <laughs> and like the captions so she still didn't understand the mistake and i'm like barstool sports which started as like a sports account is now posting content about women talking about periods sex and 
misusing the English language. And everybody in the comments all the time is like, I agree that Shohei Otani has been an, an absolute asset for the <laughs> Angels since 2018. Like, just bashing Barstool and, like, saying, like, duh, 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 this isn't sports content. But they're still engaging with the post through a comment, even though it's negative. Yeah, I mean, I would say that's 100% on purpose. I think, I mean, Dave Portnoy has to be, like, one of the most genius Mm -hmm. social media branding people of all time. Like, it's great. What they were able to do with that company is crazy. Yeah. You know, Barstool started with, like, those blackout parties? Yeah. So it was literally just, like, the the worst shit. I, it's like Facebook. I heard Caleb Presley talking about it. Like, like even like back when he, he's the guy that does like the, I don't know what what his shit is called, but he talks to celebrities. The and just, Sunday conversation. Oh. <laughs> so he does that with the big fat guy, and he was I don't basically like, the like fat guy on that. <laughs> no weird. I think it'll be funny if like I know the joke is he's like fat and he eats ice cream on the thing, but like that's like not even funny at all no it's, it's weird and they keep it's cutting weird. to him just being a yeah. slob like <laughs> but um yeah he said that when he got hired at barstool it was that's what it was like they put him in a bus and he was like barely getting paid and they would just go to different college campuses and just drink to the point of alcohol poisoning and black out and get back on the bus and go to a different college he said it was just a bender yeah, I mean, that's crazy. It is a little bit strange that Dave Portnoy was doing that at the age of, like, 34, but hey, <laughs> what you gotta do. Sometimes you need to, man. I'm hitting a quarter-life crisis. I'm looking to apply at astronaut positions. You could do it. I'm looking at the, my degree fits. Yeah, that's just scary, though. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go into space. Yeah, like, it's funny. It's all fun and games to be an astronaut until you actually have to go into space. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot, large percentage of astronauts that don't go into space ever. And you gotta think, like, it would be super awkward if, like, right before takeoff, like, the millions of dollars in training and, like, no one else can be in your spot now because, like, the suit was fitted to you and, like, yeah. the whole weight of the plane. You're just like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'd send it. I did see, which was interesting to me, there's, like, strict height and weight requirements. So, like, you can't be over 190.5 centimeters tall, and that's, like, exactly how tall I am, I think. And the weight limit is, like, 210 pounds. So I'd have to drop, like, 15 pounds and just be my height. And that'd be, like, the, the max you could be an astronaut. Have you ever seen, um, I think it's really cool, the pools that the astronauts train in. Like, yeah. In the spacesuits. And they have, like, an underwater, like, space station. Like, yeah, it's tech. fucking sick. Yeah. I think all that stuff is really fucking cool. I'm also only 50-50 that, that space is real and that Earth has ever been observed from outside our atmosphere, so I would like to see it for myself, and then I can stop being such a flat earther. Where are you realistically? Are you really 50-50 on that? <laughs> yeah, pretty. I, well, honestly, like more like 75% Earth is flat, space is fake, 20 25% Earth is round, and everything we've been taught is real. How... <laughs> I'm kind of fucking around, but not really. 
I understand the flat kind of, <coughs> but I just don't under, like. Where does it end then? <laughs> yeah, dude. I feel like I feel like there's like so many outspoken celebrities and stuff, like NBA players that will go and be like, "Earth's flat." Like I'm sure about it, and they have all these like. So that was that was what I did for. For like an English class I had senior year of high school, we had to do this final project where we like had to argue a position that we didn't believe in, which I thought was an interesting project. Yeah, no, that is a good project. So me and my buddy decided to do that, and we put together a compilation of a lot of people doing like garage physics experiments where they were like pouring water on an orange, and they're like... The water rolls right off the orange, <laughs> like, and then they'll get a plate, like a like a plastic right. plate, and pour the water on it and move it around and have like a fake moon and stuff. And it's like, I understand the reason that people firmly believe in stuff like that, and I understand the reason that people are unsure one way or the other. But I think that if you sat down and thought about our planet from the laws of physics that are observable on the surface, it's really hard to say that the Earth is flat. Like, it's hard to find somebody that understands, like, the laws of physics, gravity, and nature that is able to explain why they believe the Earth is flat. That's true. I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things, like, I can't really argue either way. Like, I don't know enough to prove that it's not flat so hey yeah go (laughs) right prove to me that the Loch Ness Monster doesn't exist but also people like if you are really a flat earther like you can get up there it is not hard yeah you might say oh I don't know how to build a rocket you don't need one dude helium balloon yeah you can do you know how high you can take a balloon up really high those hot air balloons could go yeah. fucking really high dude that's one thing i've always like i've never been a big like i'm not like a big like i'm afraid of heights guy but there's been a couple of situations where i had the ability to get into a hot air balloon and i've firmly declined yeah i heard a story about this one guy um caused a big issue i don't know when this was but he attached a bunch of like weather balloons to a lawn chair this is a true story. <laughs> Got a 30 rack and a BB gun. And, oh, my God. like, the plan is obvious. Like, he was going to hit, like, a the movie up. Yeah. Cut it. Went up, like, with oxygen, a BB gun, and a 30 rack, like, winter clothes and shit. Like, so high that, like, an airplane was, like, they're, like, <laughs> seeing on the radar. Like, and then a small, a small plane, like, went in to see what it was and was, like, circling him and was, like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, pretty sure. But, like, because I think what happened is that, like, the BBs wouldn't pop the balloons, which is something you would want to test. Yeah, right, man. (laughs) Holy shit. And also, like, how are you... How are you so sure that you're going to be able to control your descent to the point where, like, one balloon is going to slowly take you? You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> that, I, that's crazy. I got to look that story up. But, yeah, I mean, at the end of the presentation, like, one, one of the big pieces of evidence that I used was I was like, people say that they can't trust, uh, like, footage from space of the round earth and stuff. So, why don't you just take a look at when that guy... That, remember that guy that was sponsored by Red Bull that yeah. went up really high and then just 
skydive. Like, he had GoPros and stuff, and you could see the Earth was round when he was up there. So, I mean, right. unless they doctored an evil Knievel stunt, too, <laughs> to, to, hey. to brainwash the public, which I wouldn't put it past him. That's the thing, is you really just can't put anything yeah. past him. Because there's always, like, people are going to be like, what about, what about, what about? So they can create more and more whatabouts. Like, what about when that guy went up in a giant satellite balloon and, and uh, you could see the Earth was round then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I do think, though, that there is definitely stuff. Um, I think it's more believable that there could be, like, large creatures underwater, to be mm-hmm. honest. That's, like, the the way out there conspiracy that I would believe. Yeah, but, I'm with that. Like, like more stuff hidden on our Earth. I, I do think it was kind of weird. I was looking at some of that, like, uh, like, extra land conspiracy theory stuff, like, beyond the Arctic Circle. And it that is true that there's a treaty signed by like every nation on Earth that bans further exploration of our poles, like beyond the point where the North Pole is. So like 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 where like where the North and South Poles are, it's like a restricted spot. Like you can't go there. Nobody, you couldn't like if you wanted to go to like North and South. I don't know if it's Ant- Ar- the Arctic Circle and Antarctica and Antarctica, like you're you're physically like unable to do so, le- like legally. That is hella sus, right? And you can't fly there. Like it's like a restricted airspace. So say you owned your own private aircraft and you were like, "Fuck it, I want to, I want to do a flyover," like you'd get stopped. That's. Uh... That's so annoying. It's like, says who? Like, right. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of weird globalist treaties, did you see that Finland joined NATO? Um, No, I didn't. That's got, a one that it's like, of, of course, right? I mean, well, they've got a pretty big border with Russia. I feel like that's, oh, yeah. that, that's just another, like, temperature <laughs> up another 10 degrees in this situation. Oh, things are getting, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. I was watching something, too, and they were, like, um, pressing this general about, like, where all the weapons that we sent them went, and he was like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God, bro. <laughs> they, were, they were like, <clears throat> is there any way to, like, track them, like, once you put them in the field? And he was like, not really. <laughs> It's like we make sure they get there safe, and then, and then here's what it is. That's up to them. <laughs> yeah, I do want to get over there. It's like Finland, Poland, Ukraine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm down. I mean, I'm I'm fucking down. Whatever. Why not, dude? If Kyle Forgard can go to Russia, I can go to Ukraine. Hundred percent. I just want to see like what's the day to day like. You know what? Probably extremely boring. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, it's probably just like boiled potatoes and watching an old TV of like VHS tapes of like some movie that sucks that wasn't made in America. Oh, speaking of that, did you see um, they blew up a podcaster? 
Whoa. Like he was a Ukrainian guy that was like far right, <laughs> like <laughs> against the Ukraine. And they had a, a girl, um, it was like a meet and greet, bring him a statue of him, which like, this is just sounding like how me and you would go out. Come in into the line and say, I'm an artist. I made you a statue of you, like a really nice yeah. one. Like, can I come up? And he was like, yeah, of course. Gave <laughs> it to him. She walked out and then just blew his ass. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> That's like a cartoon character. Oh, it was like so funny, <laughs> bro. And you know, like there was you know like that was awesome, right? Yeah, like, oh, there's, it's right. gotta be. Yeah, <laughs> like he he was not. <laughs> Some CIA dudes are like, no way he goes for it, <laughs> dude. He probably didn't have anywhere near a suspicion that that was gonna kill yeah. him. He was probably like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> this is sick. But it's like, the the way to kill someone now is just with the most cartoon thing. Because people don't expect well, you don't that. Expect it. Like, you expect, like, some, some, like, poison or some kind of crazy thing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, the people that were successful got away with pretty rudimentary, easy stuff. Like, I was just, um, Netflix is releasing a doco about the Boston bombing. Like, those guys didn't really work that hard, to be honest. They kind of just put some beads in a pressure cooker. (laughs) Funny you bring that up. There's a lot of uh, suspicion around that as well. Oh, yeah? But that's one that, like, I don't even Mm. know if we want (laughs) to get into, because that's, like, such a charged thing. Yeah. Um, But apparently... uh, the Russian FSB like tipped off the FBI that like they kn- they knew who those guys were, and according to this one journalist, which like I I don't have like proof to back anything this lady was saying. I just heard like an interview mm-hmm. um, that the one guy would like be able to just walk through airports basically, like he never had any security checks. Because if you think about, like, the story was that they would go back and forth and, like, train right. in um, wherever they were going. I think, like, Syria. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, there's a very good chance that the official narrative is 100% correct. But it's also, like, post 9-11, someone can just travel like that. Like, a 20-something-year-old dude. Like, that's kind of crazy. But, yeah, that is that is crazy. It's it's almost like, I feel like, in situations like that, like, we were talking about the Charles Manson guy, too. It's like, it's like, it's like they fucking know he's going to do something, and they want to wait for it to happen so they can, like, try to use it for whatever kind of benefit, like, gaining intel on where the fuck he was in the Middle East or, like, for, right. for, for whatever sort of other reason. Maybe to, like, bring supporters out of the woodwork, and they think that they can catch more guys by letting him commit his action, you know? It's just kind of just dirty. Like, it's dirty to think about. That's a great point, though, because it, like, it is a a spectrum, and I don't even like thinking about it that much because it's, like, you can go down a path where it's, like, everything is a fucking psyop, like, everything is made up, like, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, do you believe the official narrative that we're given like is it something in the middle like you were saying that's probably the most likely thing is that like yes it was a complete accident but there was like 
they're tracking them to yeah see if yeah. they can get deeper into the cell or whatever yeah and i mean i think it would be kind of silly to to assume that those guys were just completely under the radar like there what nobody had them on a list anywhere right and and i don't know I mean, like, we were talking about it in one of our earlier episodes, too. It's, like, a big financier of American media is the United States government, whether it's directly or indirectly. And pretty soon after the Boston bombing, we got, like, two great super patriotic movies, you know? Like, like Patriot's Day with Mark Wahlberg was awesome. And then, like, Unbroken with Jake Gyllenhaal about the guy that right. got his legs blown off. Like, those are great movies. And now we're getting, like, the Netflix documentary and stuff. And it's just, like... I don't know, I feel like there's just, like, a byproduct of movies like that, where anybody that watches Patriot's Day becomes an expert on the topic. Like, all of a sudden, they, yeah. they think they know exactly what went down, because, well, well, no, I saw, I saw I saw Patriot's Day, like, I know, like, he was, they were, like, with that chick, and the chick was getting interrogated against the rules by another lady. It's like, how much of that is just made-up bullshit to push their own narrative? I would love to, like, get someone on the pod or read a book about, like, um... Because it, it's mentioned before that, like, the government, like, uh, has a hand in Hollywood, like, in a lot of those movies. Like, I would love to hear in-depth, like, how that whole process works. Oh, yeah. Because it's such a powerful way to influence. Like, everybody likes movies, and everyone likes, like, we were literally just talking about saying stuff that they saw in movies. Like, yeah. it's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy, it's entertaining, and it gives you enough information about something. Right. I mean, I do it all the time. Like, a lot of stuff I know about, like, World War Two or whatever. So I'm just thinking, like, imagining a movie scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, Dunkirk. Like... Right. Fury. Schindler's List and the Boy in the Striped Pajamas. <laughs> Dude, I saw... You know how everybody's been doing the, the Borgs? Yeah. I saw it, it's just a random chick in, like, a group photo had... She was rocking with the Borg and the striped pajamas. Oh, <laughs> Which is, like, kind of just out of pocket. <laughs> Dude, did you see that was, like, a big thing? Like, there was a media outcry against, like, Borgs? I hate to be such a gatekeeper, but it's like, we were doing that so early, and then it's like, TikTok goes on, and people are like, now I, now I have to see Joe Stevens on the news be like, a new trend has gripped TikTok, the blackout rage gallon <laughs> is murdering children. The, the gap of, like, understanding between young people and, like, the boomers who don't know how to use the internet has never been farther apart. <laughs> yeah, it's... Like, the memory has gotten so far to a level where, like I was saying earlier, like, if you haven't been on the, this wave for a few years, like, you have no idea what stuff even means. Yeah, there's no catching up. <laughs> I, well, like I've like seen... It's a Borg, like... Yeah, it's a Borg, right? You know what a fucking Borg is? Yeah. <laughs> you live under a rock? <laughs> But, I saw a guy try and walk back to St. Lawrence from miles, <laughs> miles away. He's picked up by the police. Cuts the, all over his knees. Going and, the wrong direction. Yeah. <laughs> Another guy got found at a porta potty. He's now banned from <laughs> banned for life. <laughs> 
obviously not going to say his name, but I, I made the joke the other day, like, imagine him in, like, 20 years or, or like, 30 years, his daughter is, like, her dream school is St. Lawrence University. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got to do all this paperwork and they see his name. <laughs> like, holding up a picture of him, they're like, is this your dad? <laughs> Did he ever tell you about... <laughs> Spring no. of oh, dude! Whoa, what the fuck? That concert was such a funny for Dominic Fly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like a chill guy. <laughs> <laughs> the Wrecking Crew came, I guess. I have seen a lot of that though. Like people that are just like content. With keeping cool shit cool and not really okay with everybody finding out about it on the internet, having like freakouts about it, and I'm I'm kind of in that group. Like I saw a video the other day where some chick was like, "Life hack: like if you're ever down on your money and you want a free breakfast, you can go to any hotel here." And then it's just a montage of her like going to Holiday Inn and getting like the free buffets right. and stuff. And the top comment is some blue-collar dude. He's like, everybody has always fucking known this. And guess what's going to happen now when the when the yeah. hotels see your video? Like, now now you just fucked everybody. Like, he was so pissed about it. He's like, he, he was like, I've gone to a Holiday Inn for free breakfast, traveling for work every day for the past 40 years. Let's see how long that lasts, sweetheart. Like, he was like, right. it raged. And justifiably. People, like, don't just fucking know how to just keep their mouths shut. Right. Stuff. Like, don't ask a person what's in their coffee, like, as an yeah, analogy. Like, exactly. Don't... I hate the trend where people will literally go from, like, a satellite image with some dumb quote, like, oh, it's just a pond, and then show the exact pinpoint location <laughs> of, like, the most pitch- picturesque, like, like places in our country and the world and stuff and it's like why do you fucking do that like when i see like a cool spot get a eight million views and everybody's sharing it it's like how how much longer does that spot have you know that that it's kettle so lake in wyoming it's it's yeah. like now it's fucked because everybody's gonna want to go take an instagram picture and they're gonna drop their fucking <laughs> i was gonna make a bud light joke but i'm not going to right. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna drop their litter in the lake <laughs> Buy our uh, Sunday Porch Podcast drone, anti-drone canopies. Yep. Dude, we need that. Like, copper if you wire. Don't have, if, if you don't have copper wire-infused camouflage netting over your lake, your house, everything at this point, it's almost too late. Yeah, dude. Well, because it's like, that's the thing. It's like, why is it, why is it so bad to, like, find some cool shit and maybe tell a couple of your buddies. Like, it's become a thing where it's like, if you if something cool happens, or if you know something, or, or if you want to, like, like, you just want to utilize it to become famous for 15 minutes on the internet. And it's like, you destroy whatever knowledge you had. Yeah, like, the difference in, like, the all the most fun experiences I've had have always been, like, finding some shit just out of the blue. Yeah. Like, with your friends or something. I've never, wa- like, out of the top ten, like, best memories I have, I could not name one that was, like, a publicized thing that I heard about from a public platform and then went and did. Like, it just, I don't know. Right. Like, 
like I got I got a really cool picture on my Instagram. I'm thinking about it right now, where I'm standing in a cave, looking out, and I'm not telling any of you fuckers where the cave is. <laughs> it's no. a sick cave too. Trust me. I was in there for a minute. <laughs> Had a headlamp on and everything. Dude, that would be like me, like Ziggy's Pub, bro. Great example. Mm-hmm. Did I feel a need to? Could tell everybody where that was? No. Nah. Nah. It is where it is. <laughs> right, exactly. Like most of the time nobody knows where I am. <laughs> we posted that on the Instagram. Do you think we geotagged it? No. no. I said try to find it. <laughs> <laughs> that was my caption. And it's a sick pub. I think you should try to find it. But say we had a bunch of followers and we sit down and we're just like, oh yeah, Ziggy's pub on this street in this country in right. this state. Da 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 you know what? A lot of people would go. Like, if Joe Rogan said that, it wouldn't be so so much of a cool pub anymore because it would be the, oh, oh, no, I heard about this place on the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm pulling out rent money. <laughs> pulling out, like, hundreds of dollars. <laughs> Someone went to Ziggy. Just I heard a- about this on the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I got carried away. In line, DMV, they're like, "Sir, <laughs> what are you doing with that money?" <laughs> yeah. Here, right, I'll be back in two seconds. Okay. But anyways, um, great uh, bar if you can find it. It's uh. Like kind of an underground spot. Um, lots of celebrities have been there. Uh, Drake, Tom Brady, um, President Elect George W. Bush. Back. Uh, okay. What you say? What were you doing? I, I was just going off about Ziggy's, but <laughs> oh yeah, it is a sick bar. That Garth Brooks autographed guitar on the ceiling. I have another story from that city as well. I was interesting, interested in your take on this. So, like, mm. I do not fuck with, um, like, sketchy-ass balconies at all. Mm. And it's kind of shocking because, like, maybe it's just because I never grew up in a city or, like, in a high apartment. But, like, it almost blows my mind that they just put those in apartments. Yeah. Like, everywhere. Like, it would be so easy to go... It would be be easy to, like, the point where, like, in some of those small apartments to just trip and just be gone, so. Right. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And, like, Miami is one where it's, like, those are those yeah. high-rises, and I always see chicks taking, like, pictures out on the balconies and stuff, the drunk, and it's, like, man. Right. You know, in China, they have to put nets under their buildings. That's, yeah, I mean, we'll start seeing that soon here. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, no, I, I get get what you're saying. What's crazy, just, like, thinking about, like, structures. Like, when you're in a high-ass building, just going to work every day. And yeah. it's like, you just forget that, like, where you are. Right. In, like, in, like, the XY. <laughs> yeah, if the building just wasn't there, like, and you just... Yeah. I'm at my standing desk, like... Like, a right. hundred feet in the air or whatever. <laughs> it's like, man. Dude, so when I was younger, I went to, to uh, Australia. 
and there's a big city there, Brisbane. And I was in the hotel that I stayed at. My room was on the 78th floor of the hotel. Crazy. And the window opened fully out and didn't have a screen on it. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I was, I got like, I couldn't stand too close to the window. It was a big ass window, no screen, nothing like that. Just had Ajita. Is it a real thing? Because, like, you know how some people say that, like, people get tempted to, like, jump off of high places? Mm-hmm. You ever heard that? Yeah. But, like, you don't really hear about people actually doing that. And then, like, they're like, you know, just like, right. a, on just a whim, like, a, like, oh, the, the quick impulse. Like, oh, I gotta go. Yeah. yeah like, I, I mean, dude, I. You, you ever get those? I get those. Like, those fucking I, impulses. I do, yeah. You know who I heard talking about it was uh, country singer Luke Combs. Luke Combs was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he said that he had, like, serious issues <laughs> with, with like, like when he was younger, like, with, with uh, being okay with having those impulses. Like, he thought something was wrong with him. And it's until he, real- he was like, it wasn't until I was older that I realized that everybody thought like that. <laughs> Like, to jump off of buildings? Or just to, like, you know, just do anything quick. Like, oh, I, I guess, like, yeah. you're driving a car, like, man, I could totally hit that tree right now. Or, like... Right. Yeah, just, like... Or, like, I could just... I could just knock out this dude on the subway. Or, you know, just, like, those quick impulses of just, like, the worst... Like, your intrusive thoughts. Do you ever get, like, kind of similar to that? Where it's, like, something almost bad happens? Like, you literally see it almost happened and then yeah. it doesn't and it's like the scariest yeah shit. like final destination to yourself yeah like literally mm-hmm. yeah bro and i know i know everybody feels the same way too it's like i just saw a clip the other day of a stealth bomber doing like a flyover of a packed football stadium and the top comment with like fifteen thousand likes was like imagine the impulse he had <laughs> yeah 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 just one button <laughs> right yeah the greatest kd in history He's so funny. Yeah, just and he's just like he lands and he's just like man, like I don't. <laughs> the moment after pressing that, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> There'd definitely be like a nav a navigator on board also who has no control of the plane. And he's like, what the oh oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but they both just turn back to watch it. They're like, whoa. <laughs> the NFL would just be like, it was very tragic what happens. There will be Monday night tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> um, we're going to do jerseys with like the number of with of fans, 40,122. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> vaporized by a Lockheed Martin. <laughs> Thermo nuke. <laughs> the whole stadium just erased. Like the Sabers are going to do a, an even bigger fifty-fifty drawing with, with the, <laughs> the proceeds benefiting the families of those who lost. And Demar Hamlin's going to be there, dude. They should just have a worldwide fifty-fifty drawing. That would be crazy, dude. Just to distribute the wealth like yeah you'd have to buy like everybody would have yeah they yeah. force everyone 10 percent of your network oh shit <laughs> and everybody buys <laughs> one guy gets 50 percent of 10 percent of everyone's net worth on the planet 
an idiot. That would be like the opposite of wealth distribution. Well, I mean, half of it would have to go somewhere else. So like half of it goes back to everybody else, and half of it goes. Oh, to that's one, fair. Half yeah. of it goes to one guy, <laughs> dude. He he could if he was smart, he could be fucking <laughs> supreme leader. <laughs> like they're like, and the winner is they're like, no way, <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> he's like i knew this i prayed for this like, i knew i was going they always wonder what i would do if i didn't win hundred trillion dollars i guess we'll never know <laughs> dude i short list of people i'd be comfortable having a hundred trillion dollars kanye's on that list right <laughs> I saw a million jokes because he went out and said that he was okay with Jewish people now because he watched 21 Jump Street and Jonah Hill was pretty funny. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) Dude is awesome. He just says whatever the fuck he wants to say. Dude, I was cracking up at those Drake memes the other day. Like, someone illustrated them. (laughs) Wait, how funny? There was one where it was like, Drake, Drake's the type of dude to be like laughing, having a good time with friends, and then quietly say, I needed this. (laughs) 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 And then one was like, it was like, Drake the type of dude to run away with one of these bags, and it was like the hobo stick with, <laughs> <laughs> with the napkin. It was like stuff that doesn't even make sense, but it's like so real. Yeah, dude, he's kind of like actually like that in real life too. Oh, 100%. I saw some clip of him. He was playing like pickup basketball, and he missed a shot, and he was like, "Geez, Louise!" <laughs> and then he turns and saw he was getting filmed, and he was like. Oh, Drake the type of guy to say "Jeez Louise" when he misses a shot, so he sees him. Drake the type of guy to read those memes and then say "Drake." Yeah. Like, oh. He is. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Dude, Grainy said he said "Jeepers" the other day. Unironically, he said he got like startled by something and was like "Jeepers." <laughs> That guy, that guy is is uh, Frank the Tank. Oh, it's so funny! Like literally in real life, <laughs> dude. He was over, and I took a picture of him, and I sent it to our group chat, and I said Will Ferrell from old school. And like thirty seconds later, without him even opening the phone, was like, every time I'm here, I feel like Frank the Tank. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he was like doing this. I'm like, dude, I just <laughs> crazy. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Episode 16, and then... Oh, um, listeners uh, and federal agents, please, on Spotify, hit that, uh, that's like, give us five stars, that's huge. Yes, sir. Build that up, build the Instagram up, Mm -hmm. um, and has anyone sent you, like, topics to talk about? Like, do you guys want to send in stuff? Yeah, feel free to DM the Instagram account. Please do, actually. Literally send whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You know. Yeah. You know. All right. We appreciate All you right. guys signing off.